with the Spurs foul. Should Miami go for the three right away? Just attack the basket. James catches, puts up the three. Won't go. Rebound, Knox. Back out to Allen. His three-pointer. Welcome to the Ultimate Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. Boom shakalaka! G'day, welcome to Coming in Clutch. I am Matty G, filling in this week for Matty O'Brien, who is in Fiji. Buller to him living the life supreme of absolute luxury. I'm sure he's packed in his standard squeeze uh, bottle over there and all that gear as well. Big shout out to our sponsors, the standard squeeze, because the amount of pictures we've been sent in chat of him just randomly drinking at places all across the islands is ridiculous. If you are onto it, drink responsibly, drink with fun and check out standard squeeze, an Aussie owned company with perfect bottles and even their four in one. It's, it's one of my favorites. A day doesn't go by that. I don't use it on the way to work. I got my little, Mr. G Wiz one in there. Big shout out to Ash and the team, but we're going to start with that one. And if you want to get involved with the Standard Squeeze, check out their apparel, uh, all their stuff for camping, road trips, the way to and from work, make sure you jump on and check out their website, standardsqueeze.com, and use promo code INSIGHT15 and get 15% off your swag. Let's get down to the business and look at the rewind games of today. Yeah, the Nuggets getting the win over the Oklahoma City Thunder. The young Thunder team had started off really well, taking their first loss of the season against an unstoppable Nikola Jokic and company there. Look, good game overall for Nikola Jokic, because what game isn't a good game for Nikola Jokic? Uh, Really good to see, though. Michael Porter Jr. doing God's work on the glass yet again. Another nine rebounds, highly efficient from the field, eight from 14 for him. I won't say highly, but over 50% for MPJ is what you wanted to get, because he wasn't it was a very small maybe by low window, maybe, but that's going to probably go away if this kind of game keeps up for him. Jamal Murray looking good out there. KCP bringing in the little things like the assists. He is someone who you're going to be able to pick up right throughout your season. And Aaron Gordon, look, a bit of a drop-off, but a good team game for him. The three block shots, though, are absolutely delicious and tasty. It's interesting to see the minutes there again in OKC, Reggie Jackson, again, getting a lot of born. Christian Braun is picking up a lot of those minutes left in the void of uh, Bruce Brown last season. But Peyton Watson, again, continues to thrive off the bench with the Denver Nuggets. Keep an eye out for him, especially in deeper leagues, as just someone who you can stream in. Today, 17 points, obviously, in the blowout. Look, if they're playing, if, if the Denver Nuggets are playing, a team, look, the OKC Thunder are better than this. The Thunder are better than this. But if they're playing some cellar dwellers and they're just going to sit the, their key guys like Jokic, Murray, Gordon, MPJ, that's a game you want to just open up your eyes a little bit for someone like Peyton Watson. He won't be eight from he won't be eight from eleven from the field every single game, but he'll get you some stats. He'll get you some points. He's probably just a little streaming option to keep your eyes on, especially when the Nuggets have a back-to-back on weak opposition days or on light game days for those guys. The OKC Thunder today, Poku, horrible. I want to start on the horrible things, like Pokushevsky. Absolutely not doing it. Their bench, Bertans is not doing anything. Like Wiggins is getting on. Isaiah Joe, again, not a good game for the OKC Thunder overall. Lou Dort, 10 points. Shea Gildas-Alexander, though. 
This was a dreadful game for Shea. The seven assists are nice. The steal is nice. But two from 16, zero from four from the three from the three-point line. Two from 16 for Shea is something we don't see very often. There is no need to panic. He had an absolute stinker today. Their whole starting five was minus. But Chet Holgren, seven from 12, four from four from the line. Only four rebounds from him. But no blocks, no steals, none of those peripherals we love from Chet. Uh, keep your eyes open on Chet. He's obviously going for the blocks of the season. But this one today, the second game, the Warriors versus the Rockets, Steph Curry, 24 points, seven rebounds, six assists. And Shane Goon continues to be one of the most dependable Rockets in fantasy basketball this season because the seesaw ride of Fred Van Fleet certainly continues. Two from 13 from the field for FVV today. Look, he got 15 points. Um, sorry, look, at the end of the day, he got eight points, two from two from line, two from seven from deep. And Jalen Green, He's seeming to get those points that you wanted. The nine rebounds from Jalen was very, very nice. The one assist, par for the course. Jabari Smith Jr. looking a bit better, more consistent, and a well-rounded stat line for him. We like to see the blocks with Jabari Smith Jr. There's no real team of which to speak. They only ran nine, they only ran nine deep today. Tara Eason is still out, obviously, with his injury. Cam Whitmore didn't even get a run in this one. Look, it was a pretty close game. And the Golden State Warriors penned them back. They were the, the Houston Rockets looked okay. Even when they weren't playing that well today. Thank goodness I have them for the under because they are zero and three for the season. And I have the I think I have the Warriors. I might have them on the over just slightly. But two and one, a good start today. And the return of Draymond Green. So let's look at the impact of the Draymond Green minutes today. Kaminga down to 19 minutes. Moody, only 17 minutes. Gary Payton, the second. Excellent game from GP. But the big thing here today is to focus on the move of Chris Paul to the bench. But if you look at the stat line, it's very similar to him as a starter. Take the minutes out of it. He played 27 minutes playing as the sixth man for the bench of these guys. Three from eight from the field. Zero from three. He hasn't been shooting the ball well to start the season. And this is the decline and CP3 that some have seen coming. But look at the peripherals there. Five rebounds, seven assists, one steal, and only one turnover. He led the second unit very, very well. He obviously has a rapport with Dario Saric. They weren't shooting well today. If his offense comes on and he's bumping up to 12 points a game, giving you five rebounds, seven assists, and one, this is a top 100, this is a top 100 guy you could have burnt a pick on late in drafts and who's going to chip in those. But this is what the starting five is going to look like for now. Again, it depends on the matchup as well. When you look at this matchup, they've got Shengu and they've got that bigger body in there. Kevon Looney is in there doing the work in the middle today. They could switch that around and Draymond Green could quite easily start as the center. They don't generally kind of do that. Like they do start the two power forward forward combo kind of thing and, and they do run Looney as the center. But just keep your eye on those minutes. 27 minutes is encouraging for Chris Paul. So if he can stick around that, 27 up to 28, 29 minutes a game, he's obviously going to return value. And people will drop him. People will be frustrated with his inefficiencies from the field, and they will drop up Chris Paul. And if you're in a deeper league especially and someone drops CP3, swoop in and get that guy because he will give you those stats that you need. Assists get very hard to get. This is a guy you want to keep your eye on. And he has been dropped in a couple of leagues. I've seen around the place when I've been looking around ESPN and the Yahoo numbers. So they just don't like his efficiencies. You've got to hold on. People are panicking. It's only been the first week and a short game week as well. Big surprise of the day, this one. The Atlanta Hawks getting up over the Milwaukee Bucks. 
The first win of the season for the Hawks, an absolutely huge showing. Important thing to note, Jalen Johnson got promoted to the starting lineup today. Look, the Atlanta Hawks had pretty much all but run away with it, and they didn't really play them much down the stretch. Trey Young playing 32 minutes I thought was interesting, to be fair. DeJounte Murray, 30 minutes. Trey looked good today. The the field, look, everyone was hoping that his efficiency would improve, and maybe it will over the season, but you like 20 points when it's coupled with 11 assists, three rebounds, and a steal. But again, Jalen Johnson continues to do very good work on this team. The well-rounded stat line is what you love from him. Six from 10 from the field, two from three from deep, seven rebounds, an assist, two steals, and a block. You've got three stocks in 26 minutes for Jalen. He is playing incredibly well. I picked him up in a league today on the waiver wire. I don't know why he was sitting there. He was still sitting there. I swooped in and picked him up. But another encouraging thing today was the omelet. Anyeka Rakongwu playing some minutes alongside Clint Capella. That's something that I want to keep my eyes on. Now, it could be matchup dependent. We obviously know Giannis is huge. So they've got the center with him. They've got Lopez out there. Milwaukee is a, is a pretty big team. So they could have been using that with some size there. And they did that. The thing which was also curious that Sadiq Bay managed to get in 31 minutes. DeAndre Hunter, 24 minutes. This could be pretty much the rotation that I'm, I'm sure that Zack Snyder is going to run with. I look at this today against a, a, a Milwaukee Bucks team who did not play well. Damian Lillard, two from 12 for the field, 29 minutes. It, it didn't look great today. And minus 29, six points. You see that beside Lillard's name. He will be better than that. But it was encouraging to see that they rolled out Malik Beasley out there. 18 points, four rebounds, and assists and a couple of steals. He might be one of your good targets. Six from 12 from, from downtown as well. He's going to be a stream option in leagues, especially if he gets these kind of minutes in games. And look, we all know this is what happened in the past. This is where people really get that value from Bobby Portis. The Bucks go up strong. They sit Giannis. They bring in Portis. Bobby gets heaps of minutes. This is what's going to happen in this game. This is what's going to happen with the Milwaukee Bucks when they're playing very, very well. Beasley's going to get some burn, and he is going to be able to just someone to keep your eye on, especially throughout the season, because he will be, again, a guy on a lot of wires. But good win for them. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich as well, six from 10 from the field. Again, a nice stream option there for assists and steals and three-pointers, four from seven. That's a very good game, and he is available in a lot of wires. In fact, I might bring up very soon. How many? Look, I'll bring it up right now. Let me just do a little cheeky Yahoo. I'm going to type in Bogdanovich. I'm just going to just do it right now. Here we go. Bogdan. Whereabouts are you? He's only rostered in 37% of leagues. So you can get in there and get some very big use for him, especially when the Hawks have back-to-backs. Now, they don't have any this week. No, I'm double-checking. They do not have any this week. But when they do, especially to start your week off or finish your week and start strong, Bogdan Bogdanovich is someone you want to keep your eyes on. Uh, today on that one. Another game played after that one with the Trailblazers and the 76ers. The 76ers continue to look very good without James Harden. Now, in, I guess you could say, NBA Insight Update. The Olive Branch has been extended and James Harden is back with the team. He is training with them. He is going over the film, all with the lead up to make his first appearance for the season this coming week. The impact of this will obviously be on Tyrese Maxey, who continues to show himself as an absolutely, look, 26 points, 10 rebounds, four assists. 
Six from 14 from the field, you're going to get that. But 10 from 10 on volume from the free throw line, that's exceptional. That's going to buoy your week incredibly. And four threes as well. He has been playing incredibly well. Great minutes today as well for uh, Tobias Harris. Love that from Toby. Kelly Oubre Jr. Yeah, not a good one from Kelly Oubre. And Paul Reed. it's time to drop him off your waiver wire. I've still seen him roster in the leagues. Just don't touch him right now. Once Harden comes back, what's, whatever's going on in this team, Reed hasn't come to relevancy yet. He might come to relevancy. He very well might come to relevancy if those Joel Embiid trades to the New York Knicks or wherever come off. But right now, it's just not its just not worth a roster spot. There's better targets on your waiver wire, so you can absolutely ditch out on Paul Reed. Um, the Boston Celtics 2.0, the Portland Trailblazers, look, watching their bench, watching Robert Williams and Malcolm Brogdon work together is an absolute dream. Now, seven rebounds off the bench. He's the better center. Robert Williams is the better center in Portland right now than dominating. Like it's, 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 it's no joke. He's getting 26 minutes out there. The two from two from the free throw line. Absolutely love seven rebounds, two assists, two steals, two blocks, four stocks, four stocks for Robert Williams in 26 minutes. Well, Deandre Ayton fumbles the bag with 21 minutes, three from seven from the field, nine rebounds, a couple steals and a block. Yeah, look, it's nice, but he's just, where are this, where is the 2010 guy that everyone envisioned? Oh, he's going to go over there. He's going to dominate. He's going to be brilliant. He's he's talking the talk. Well, he's not walking the walk. And he is an absolute spud right now. Absolute spud. But who wasn't a spud today? Shaden Sharp, seven from 13 from the field, five rebounds, two assists. Not may, many way of any defensive stats, but the 20 points we like to see. And Scoot Henderson, look, he's moving into that. You might have to drop him sooner or later if you're struggling in your league because the potential hasn't come to fruition yet. It's unfortunate to say he has not started the season well. Now, you don't probably just don't burn him off your team yet. It's it's the early days. They've only played three games. He hasn't been good. And he's a rookie, which means you know that they're going to be absolutely inefficient. Hold him if you hold him if you wish. You don't really need to, though. Big win today, though, for the Clippers. Whew. A big win. A 40-point hurt on the San Antonio Spurs today. Sohan. Did not look good in 22 minutes. And I, I hate to say it. I hate to see that for Jeremy Sohan today. 22 minutes. Look, they just didn't look good overall. When Banyama didn't even look that great today, they got absolutely – it was like there was an agenda to smack them around and show them the veteran basketball team. It's honestly it – was, it was like when you've got Russell Westbrook running out there, putting up 19 points, dropping in three threes, eight rebounds, doing his work, three assists. It's it, – Looking like prime Russell Westbrook in this usage system, Kawhi Leonard, again, healthy with poor George. The Clippers look good. Their depth, I'm curious of. Again, I did call this in the last show, Bones Highland. You want to keep your eyes on Bones Highland. He's not going to help too much outside your peripherals. But again, 21 points today. He's been getting to, sorry, 21 minutes today, 18 points, seven from 14 from the field, four threes, three rebounds, a steal, and an assist. Again, a point streamer, a three-point streamer, but they seem to be committed to giving him a lot of minutes because Norman Powell played 19 as well. And again, the same deal there. 
But again, Norm Powell is going to probably give you more in the way of defense and some rebounding. A bit more of a veteran presence on your team. So look for those guys to stream, especially because you do have the Tuesday, Wednesday back-to-back. Now, there's a lot of games on that one as well, and we'll speak about that in a second today. But the Clippers getting an absolutely huge win over the Spurs there. Disappointing showing from the Spurs, to be fair. And in overtime today, big news. I guess we could talk about this one coming out of the game. Yeah, De'Aaron Fox is currently carrying a balloon on his foot. He came back into the game, and when he came off after, when he went to the locker room at the end of that game, he was he looked in pain. Like he wasn't trying to hide it. He was like, "Yep, this this hurts," and he was carried by his teammates and kind of hobbled his way out there. That does not look good. Now he went down for a short time last year. Uh, Davion Mitchell picked up the start and drew that start in the interim. Malik Monk continued might draw a start, but they continue to use him very, very well. But again, the Kings getting the win in overtime today, 127 to the Lakers, 132 winning score for the Sacramento Kings. Look, another huge game from AD. He is obviously the guy there now. The minutes for LeBron. 39. Now, whether that was overtime dependent or that they were close and they could sniff it, he put them in the game. He put them in the game to put them into overtime. He's obviously doing it there. We've seen a lot of people today, though, really getting the Austin Reeves shit show chant going on. The wish kid, as Matty OB likes to call him, one from eight from downtown, one from 12 from the field. He will be better than this. Like, he will be better than this. The whole Lakers starting unit was minus. Like, they didn't play well. How they're not how they didn't win this game, though, was also surprising, probably because Kevin Herter played very well. De'Aaron Fox, 37 points, eight assists, four rebounds, a steal, and a block, three threes. You'd love to see it. Keegan Murray playing well. Harrison Barnes obviously has been a smoke show first game, and then he's been Harrison Barnes the rest of the way. Uh, and today, only 12 points, but the 15 rebounds and the five assists his playmaking hasn't been to the level it was last year in Sacramento. Sabonis was taken in the first round or second, but the 15 rebounds, the five assists, the steal, you'll have to see some blocks more there for him, but he's just not returning the value that a lot of people invested in him. Still good. There's no way I'm saying he's crap and to trade him too soon, but it just hasn't been there yet. But again, he was going up an unstoppable force in Anthony Davis today. Huge line, 16 rebounds, two assists, two steals, three blocks, 30 points for AD. You love to see it. 500 from the floor, one three, and seven from eight from the free throw line. They are excellent stats. That is going to just bore you on weeks where they've got four games, especially, which we're leading into, which is something that the Lakers do not have quite yet. We're going to go over those four game weeks very, very soon. And we will do that right now. Let's hit it up. Let's get a bit of a game preview. Yeah, take a look at the games ahead for Monday. But the big news for this one is to look at who you can target to start your week up well with the back-to-back being the Orlando Magic. Cole Anthony is available in a lot of leagues. He's been getting some burn. In fact, if I have a look for one Mr. Cole Anthony over on Yahoo right now, Cole Anthony is rostered in 31% of leagues. He's been playing very well for the Orlando Magic right now, and his minutes are impinging a little bit on what's happening with Markel Fultz. But the two threes from Cole, you like the 19 points, the six rebounds, the two assists, not much by way of any defensive stats, but he's not coughing the ball up. So he's not going to hurt you in turnovers too bad, but it's a nice little boost to begin your week because his efficiency for Cole Anthony has been very good. He's at 519 to start off the year. So if you want to get a good start there, have a look at your Orlando Magic players, because again, these are these are the things that can just help to buoy your week early. 
are you looking at are you looking at him? Are you looking at a Jalen Suggs potentially? Like we look at this to start the week off with, and that's a really good shout. Also, the Suns have a bit of a like a weekend back-to-back later in the week. So these are the guys in coming in clutch we want to talk about later on down the course of the week. I've made my list of my targets for the week, and I hate doing it. One that I'm trying to buoy my field goal percentage with is Mo Wagner. The other, the other, the other Wagner brother, Moritz is in there. Now, Mo is also on the back-to-back set to start off the week. So if you were looking for a big to get some rebounds and boy, that field goal percentage, he is a definite target because you can get a lot more games for that one. If you roll it into something like the Suns, because of the Suns, again, they've got with the injuries with Booker and Bradley Beal, guys like Eric Gordon, uh, Josh Okoge, and even Grayson Allen, as much as we don't like him, he played really well the other night. So if you use your roster spot and you can get that burn out of these guys, you can get an additional four games this week, which is what we want to see to help win our weeks early. Looking ahead to the games tomorrow in the preview, we've got the Cam Thomas show. Can it continue with the Nets? Claxton is day to day and he hasn't been updated. And so is Cam Johnson. Now him going back to the six man role, one and 10. 10 to 1 odds right now on Cam Thomas to take six man of the year out. And he is looking like an absolute bucket. Chopped it up with Skitty last night. What he is doing in the mid-range and getting to the cup with a low volume of three-pointers is absolutely incredible right now. You want to look at those targets across your teams uh, and see who is available across your league, especially if their name is Cam Thomas. In the Hornets right now, look. Eight games away from Miles Bridges returning. We haven't had any updates there. Very curious to see what is happening over in that town because there's going to be some shakeups and some people are going to be making their roster moves based on that. So people might be very keen to drop out a PJ Washington out of the team. Yes, a bit of a PJ Washington drop. People are going to be very curious on him very soon. Now, I don't think it's going to happen, but. We need to see what happens over in the Hornets. Gordon Haywood is still available in some leagues. So if Gordon Haywood is available in your league, now I did this the other day, a bit of an exercise. Gordon Haywood is available in 40% of leagues. Now, if you're looking at 40% of leagues, yeah, you you really want that because Gordon Haywood has been playing very, very well, especially in a 14-team format or 12-team format. If Gordon Haywood is on your bench, Absolutely bring on him. Our next game is the Chicago Bulls and the Indiana Pacers. The Bulls continue to suck. They are not very good. Paddy Williams has yet to hit his stride. He's been dropped off in a whole bunch of seasons. In fact, Paddy Williams was someone who we thought early on, oh, look, he could step up. He could take a rise again this season. He hasn't taken that. Patrick Williams has not been very good this season. He has been dropped in a lot of leagues, and he has been one of those trends for the drops for the week. The Indiana Pacers, though, We really want to look at the Indiana Pacers. We spoke about Nemhard the other day. Look, Nemhard has been coming up. They've been doing some wonderful stuff with their bench. I'm concerned, as I said, I'm not going to break glass yet. I'm not going to break glass with Obi Toppin just yet. But I am concerned about the minutes because the other day when the other blokes off the bench, when Naismith and Nemhard got hot, Toppin played 18 minutes and Benedict Matherin only played 17. Benedict was the better of the two. You don't go expelling him out. But I'm very curious. If you're looking for assists, you're definitely going to target in Nemhard. If you're looking for some more rebounds and some points to drip in, you're probably going to pick up someone like Naismith from the Indiana Pacers. You need to look at the back-to-back schedule, though, on Tuesday and Wednesday, especially with the needs, what's happening right now over in Cleveland. Donovan Mitchell is day today. Darius Garland is still day today. And Jared Allen is out. 
Now, the void that that's filled for your Tuesday, Wednesday games right here, look, get ready in advance. Would you rather two games than the one? If you're going to stream in one guy for one day, maybe you bring in Colin Anthony. You drop and burn him into the next day, quite possibly, for Karis Levert and Max Struess, who have been playing incredibly well in Cleveland. And if those two guys, if the Don is out, and if Garland is out, Karis and Struess, along with Mobley, are going to be the number one options in the team. Like Isaac Okoro, could you bring him into your team, get you some defensive stats? Yeah, 100%. So you want to look at the guys getting the starting job right now because Dean Wade's not very good. But Okoro is going to give you some defensive stats in the list. Max Struess has been a top 30 fantasy player, and he is available in some leagues. Look, Maxi Struess, yeah, he's rostered in 66% of leagues. People have been picking him up, which means he's still available in 34% of leagues. If Garland and Mitchell are out, he is an absolute no-brainer for me to bring on in. And then you're going to have a look at guys like getting some minutes down there, like the big fella. Oh, I call him Gorgeous Niang. You want to pick him on up if you get half a chance for those Tuesday, Wednesday games. We're going to be looking now at the uh, – we're still looking down through Tuesday's games and what we're doing for that one. The Celtics and the Wizards causing us revenge game? Maybe. Who knows? But the Celtics are off to a rolling start to an o, and the Wizards, they won a game of basketball. It's true. that They did. They're, they're 500 on the season right now. Kyle Kuzma has been by far their best player overall. Uh, I loved Kuzma as a middle to late round guy. You want to see, again, the assistant never going to be there, but the additional rebounding that he brings, that's something that's very, very valuable into your team. They just aren't a good, they aren't a good basketball team. You know, Gafford was a little bit down the other day. He hasn't been hitting. You could probably get someone like Gafford on a bit of a buy lowish window. Him and Gwendol Carter Jr. for those mid-tier centers haven't been showing up the way that we really wanted them to for the year so far. But these are the guys that you want to kind of target in your trade section because they're going to get some minutes. Off the bench right there, you could probably bring in Denny Advia. He's available in some leagues. And Corey Kispert. Can Corey Kispert keep that hot streak going? He was five from 10 from downtown the other night. And if he can keep that hot streak going, he is someone you want to target in tomorrow's game for threes and points to start off your week. But again, you can use that back-to-back burn on someone like maybe Cole Anthony. If you're looking for volume in threes for one day, definitely probably lean, probably definitely lean into taking, taking the headband. I would take Kispert for the day, just if I'm looking for that. But if I'm looking for some, if I'm looking for a lot of minutes, I'd probably have to look for Cole Anthony on the back-to-back just to get two games for the price of one. The Atlanta Hawks are on the second of their back-to-back. We did say last week you want to target them for the back-to-back from today's game and tomorrow's game. Guys available on the waiver wire there. Look, we went through those in our review of them earlier. Try and roll some of those blokes back into your team uh, if you can pick them up for the first game of the week and then and burn them. You can absolutely burn them because you've got to look ahead to the games the next day is the Clippers. But the Clippers week is done by Wednesday because they've got the Tuesday, Wednesday back-to-back and then the Clips are done. So you're not going to pick up, if, if you want to grab a Bones Highland or a Norman Powell in your side, sure, great, bring them in. But then you bring in some Suns later in the week because there's no Thursday, Friday back-to-backs. But on Friday, Saturday, you've got the Nets, Bulls, Nuggets, and Pacers. But the Saturday, Sunday is the Hornets and the Suns. The Trailblazers, don't touch them with a 10-foot pole. They are not very, very good. Apart from, again, I'm not going to say it. I won't say it. I won't hate on them that much. They are on the second night of a back-to-back right now, the Portland Trailblazers. They haven't been that good. Is there anyone you could pick up in that team? Is there anyone you could pick up in the Trailblazers? I don't think so. 
Shade and Sharp is now long gone off all of your waiver wires. They're on their second night of a back-to-back, usually not going to perform that well on the back end of it. But again, if Robert Williams or Malcolm Brogdon are on there, you're probably going to have to go with them at this point in time. Um, Look, there's no one really else in this team apart from maybe Jabari Walker, but there's better options out there. Like they're not a very good basketball team and they are going to be an absolute shit show come NBA fantasy playoffs time. I, I don't see good things in the tea leaves for those guys whatsoever to save my life. But I do like the Raptors and I do love what Scotty Barnes is doing. Shout out to the big horse. I should probably play the soundbite for this actually because I know the big horse is a big fan of it. We called him Bounce Back Barnesy here at Inside Fantasy Sports to begin the year. Where is, where's the big horse sound? He'll love to hear it. Hitch went and got, and got him last week after the first game of the season. Loved it. And he's been riding it. <laughs> Because, yep, bounce back Barnsley is there. Now, I've been a little bit concerned about the Yucca Pertle minutes. He will still be good. He is a buy low option. There's just a lot of centers buy low. He's in the, the Pertles, the Kesslers. You know, these guys, there's buy low windows. Even Triple J is a buy low window right now because he hasn't been returning the potential that owners wanted to invest in him. Now, I said today on Twitter, I was like, is there a bit of like FIBA World Cup, you know, lethargy going on with these guys? Because they haven't been playing that well. But Scotty Barnes is playing very, very well. He looks like an absolute weapon. If for somehow you can trade for him in your league, go out and grab him. Gary Trent has been dropped in quite a lot of leagues. He is a bit of a shout for the Wednesday, Thursday, back-to-back in your games tomorrow. The Mavericks, Luca has been absolutely sensational to start the season. I know we were a little bit worried about the calf muscle, but I like this matchup for Jared Jackson Jr. tomorrow. There's been a couple of days of rest, a day of rest. I am really looking forward to seeing what they can do. Is it two days of rest now for Triple J? I think it's two days of rest for Triple J now. I'm looking forward to see what he can do against not a very deep front court. Also, Kyrie Irving. Is he by low? Maybe. I mean, I picked him up early in the second round, and I haven't been impressed with him so far this year. Look, he's not bad. He's Kyrie Irving. But he hasn't been very good. The finishing around the rim, which is something that Kyrie, like, there's something about Kyrie Irving as a basketball player that is phenomenal. It's his finishing close to the cup. His ability to take contact, finish like an absolute wizard. Like, he is a wizard, Harry. Like, that is a guy finishing around the cup who is absolutely elite. He hasn't been doing that. I've even seen him miss a couple of bunnies. So is he just fully in the process or is he just finding his way into like still with the system there in Dallas? I don't know, but I'm really curious to see how it goes against a bigger bodied backcourt with someone like Desi Bain tomorrow, who has been playing really, really well. A little bit up and downy, to be fair, for for Bain. But again, we want to watch if Bismack Biombo gets those minutes tomorrow for Xavier Tillman. Now, Biombo signed that contract. If they roll him out there immediately from tomorrow, I'm very curious to see the minutes split with Biombo. And Xavier Tillman. That's something that I am keeping my eye on tomorrow. On the second night of a back-to-back set, smash Damian Lillard for 20. Oh, do you go over 30 just for gigs? Look, if you're doing a line of points for tomorrow in this Bucks Heat game, Tyler Hero points and Lillard are the shouts. I, I should tell this to everybody. Dame Lillard points and Tyler Hero points tomorrow. I'm, I'm going to go over plus 25 on each because I think this could turn into a, let me be honest, a dick measuring contest because we all know what happened over the summer. It was like, let's get Dame here. 
I know that he doesn't want to go back. He doesn't want to be playing in his new home stadium and be in an absolute just zero like he was today. And I know that playing against him, Tyler Hero, who has the world's biggest chip right there on his shoulder, is going to be gunning for him tomorrow, like a thousand percent. I am so curious to have a look at that tomorrow. I think the Bucks will have a bounce back game. The Heat, again, they haven't started well. They're going to be prime for tomorrow because Bam has been absolutely incredible. He always matches up really well against uh, Antetokounmpo. I'm really looking forward to the Giannis versus Bam rotation and seeing what happens with this one. Look, it's going to be a hell of a game, but I'm looking at that over. On the second night of the back-to-back, yep, look, he was thinking about resting tonight. He played. Steph Curry getting the win for them. It, it's huge. He has been 30 points a game, five rebounds, 3.7 assists. Was very happy to taking him in the first round because of these kind of performances. He is playing absolutely well. The Pels, though, two and zero, playing well. Zion Williamson in real good health and looking the goods right now. CJ McCollum coming to life and running that unit. I'm expecting the I'm expecting the Pels to get up tomorrow. Actually, I'm expecting the Pels to get up on the second round of the back to back for the Warriors. Kaminga's minutes today. Again, down. Moody's minutes down. Paul's minutes now as a six-man. Let's see how this shapes up in the second game. There's no one in the Pelicans you could really say. Herb Jones is available in some leagues. In fact, if I look at Herbie, where are you, Herb? Let me bring up Herb. Herb Jones has been dropped. He's probably the only other guy that you could pick him up. He's rostered in 59% of leagues, which means he's available in 40% of Yahoo leagues. He is probably the only waiver guy you want to be looking at. Dyson Daniels, if you want some steals and some some steals and some defensive stats to start the week, percentages will hurt you, but you want to just get a good start, make your opponent sweat. So you're probably more going into a guy like a Herb Jones or, again, a Cole Anthony, a Jalen Suggs, a Mo Wagner to start your weeks. Those are the kind of guys you want to keep your eye on to start it off in the very best way, especially if you've got a guy there on your bench who you're very willing to burn and help get those stats for yourself very early on. Next game is the Pistons and the Thunder and NBA fantasy late-round legend Jalen Duran, who many took – look, he was all over the shop at the end of the day. He has been an absolute weapon – he is just a must-roster player everywhere because for some reason, he was still available in leagues like a day and a half ago, even after his first couple of games. In fact, now if I have to look at it, I'm sure he's going to be, yep, there he is, 91% of leagues. He is skyrocketed up and deservedly so. I am very curious to see how he goes tomorrow against, I think he's just going to eat Chet Holgren alive. I, I do. On the night of a back-to-back, I think Jay, like he's 19 and he is built like an absolute beast. I reckon the Pistons might get up in this one. I do want to see a bounce back game from the Thunder, but the Pistons aren't looking too bad. Both two and one to start the season, but Jalen Duran against Chet is going to be a really interesting battle because there's no way that Chet, like Duran will be able to put him into the absolute ground. No doubt about it. Shea, bounce back game versus Cade. Let's look at that one there. Again, no real major waiver wire ads apart from maybe Jade and Ivy, but again, it's only one game to start the week. The Pistons do have the Wednesday, Thursday back-to-back. And that's where someone like Jaden Ivey and Alec Burks will come into play for you, probably more so so you can get that front-end magic back-to-back on the week. The Jazz and the Nuggets, the Jazz 1-2, and two, their win against the Clippers the other day, fantastic. The Nuggets on the back of a back-to-back set there. Look, expect the Nuggets to win this one again quite comfortably. Keontae George getting picked up in quite a lot of leagues. In fact, Beef Picante, as I, or Beef Keontae, as I like to call him, uh, the Beef Meister, He's only rostered in 9% of leagues. Now, that's curious 
because the Jazz have the Wednesday, Thursday back-to-back. And if Keontae can get some minutes there and they're not going well, yep, you pick up Keontae George if that fits your league or he's available and one of the other better options might not be. But he's starting to get a role in Utah. I did say the beginning of the season. I liked what he could bring and he's starting to show those flashes. Don't just pin it to his last game. That was good. It needs to be repeated and replicated over time so you can trust it in your season. But again, burn one of your waivers. Get him on the back-to-back. See what he can do for you. Then drop him off and move on to someone else on the end of that back-to-back system. Because again, that rolls in very nicely for you because there's no Thursday, Friday back-to-backs. You can use someone like Beef Keontae for Wednesday, Thursday. Let him go after Thursday because your Friday, Saturday back-to-back, you can pick up a net, a ball, a nugget, or a pacer like Naismith or Namehart. That's how you burn your waiver wire ads properly to make the most out of your week. And the last game tomorrow is on the back of a back-to-back set, the Magic and the Lakers. I'm curious to see how many minutes LeBron James plays in this one. But again, it is the first one, as we said, of the week. So this is where last week, if you use, where you want to be tactical with your back-to-back or your waiver ads, if you wanted to finish the week strong with a Laker, like maybe like a Rui or a Torian Prince, and start the week with that one, perfect roll into that one. And that's where you can get your Tuesday, Wednesday back-to-back guy. So you hold on to Victorian Prince. You don't just try and last minute change it because you, unless you want to get those back-to-back, you've used him. Maybe you keep him for one more game. Played very well today. And then you jump him off and you jump straight onto your Tuesday, Wednesday back-to-back Cavalier or Clipper kind of guy. Again, maximizing your rotation spots in your roster to keep it fresh and to get those stats and build them up and build them up and build them up and help you win your week. This is coming in clutch. I hope those tips come in clutch for you. I hope you get some wins. Look, I'll go through. I'll play it right now. Uh, Tomorrow, unsure of the health. So I'm going to go the Hornets. I'm going to go the Pacers. I'm going to go the Celtics. I'm going to go the... Ooh, the Timberwolves. Yeah, I'm going to go the Timberwolves tomorrow. I like the Timberwolves on the back-to-back set. I don't know why. I'm going to go for it. I know it's in Atlanta. I'm just, I'm going to go the Wolves. The Raptors, duh. Guess who they're playing? I wonder how long it's going to take for the Trailblazers to win a game. Can they go 0-10 to start the season? It's quite possible. Uh, The Mavericks versus the Grizzlies. I'm going to give this one to the Grizz tomorrow. I'm going to give a much stronger game for Triple J. I'm going to give I'm going to give them the the nod tomorrow. I'm going to give the Bucks the nod tomorrow. I think there's a bit of spite after the playoffs last year. I think there's always some beef with these two teams after what happened. I'm going to give it to the Bucks. I'm going to I'm going to get a daytime game on this one and be like, "Yep, this is I'm here, I'm happy, and this is why the Heat wanted me." And yep, the Heat haven't got me. Uh, I'm going to give the win to the Pels on the back-to-back set over the Warriors tomorrow. I'm going to just go the I'm going to go the Thunder. They're a better team, but I am concerned. Oh, no, I'm not. No, I'm going to go the... Oh, no, I'm not. No, I am. I'm going to go the Thunder. I'm going to go the Nuggets, obviously. And I am going to take the Lakers on this one, on the second end of a back-to-back. A bit of a bounce-back game, maybe, for Austin Reeves. Who knows? But look, I don't think they'll lose two games. I don't think they want to start the season one and three. I think we might see some more minutes from LeBron to make sure that they lock that one down in the bag. I am Addy G. Thanks for listening. And don't forget, if you've ever wanted to have your dream lineup in your fantasy team, make sure you follow all the things at Insight. Look, if you've ever wanted your dream home, if you've ever wondered what the best bank is, well, you don't have to dream about it anymore. Our friend Ryan from Astute Newstead is completely obligation-free and gives you confidential lending assistance, as I said, with no obligations. You don't need anything more than that. You need someone you can trust. You need someone you can go to and get the absolute best advice. Don't get pigeonholed into one lender. 
Ryan specializes in residential home loans with over 50 lenders on a panel, including all of the major banks. So he takes the guesswork out of it for you. You can reach out to him at 0431-766-784. That's 0431-766-784. Or email him, ryanh at eganwealth.com and use the code INSIGHT to let him know we've sent you.